Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mac. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lappin and welcome to the journey into the mystery of Nick Davy. Good evening. I'm excited. <laughs> the mystery of when he met the Major League Messiah. That's Rivera. Hey, I love that. There we go. That, is an <laughs> ev- that was. I think that's the best intro I've ever done. <laughs> we even got my new nickname in there, which is new which wild. <laughs> I did not expect that when Wrestle Island announced that. I was, I was just sat there going, "Whoa, they've hyped me up majorly." <laughs> it was that yeah, good that I showed of... my mum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're one of two competitors announced. Uh, the other one being. I've ended the show, Brian Abramson, for the Wrestle Islands Prospect Wars. I'm ready to win it. I'm ready to beat up Brian Abramson again. <laughs> I believe in you. It looks like something really. Yeah, it's all behind closed doors, so it's, and you can only watch on Turnbuckle or whatever Turnbuckle's called now. I'm sure it's just changed its name. It has just changed its name. Yes, it's like Power Four, Power Maybe. Four TV. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it looks like really fun. So it looks like it's was it two teams of ten with experienced coaches go against each other when it gets yeah. a prospect title match against Harry McKenney. So yeah, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. I'll actually we have got one coach announced and that yes. is uh, Dan Evans. Yes. The current champion. Oh, Rachel. Oh. I, have to, I have mentioned on the show, my, my girlfriend's got a slight obsession with Dan Evans. Not that she fancies him, but she's got a slight obsession with his Instagram because he's so hard, man. When she sees him at wrestling, but his Instagram is, oh, I went to the, I went to Dis- Disneyland with my mum, or I went to the cinema with my mum and see it all. Watch this. He's obsessed with Disney. <laughs> my my favorite thing about Dan is that um, that we'll always talk about when we see each other. He's football manager. Mm. Every single time I see him, because he used to post it on his Facebook all the time. Every time we're at the island together, I go, "How's your football manager going?" And we go into an in-depth conversation. <laughs> to be fair, over lockdown, it was the thing that kept me sane. Well, I might actually message him and ask him how he's going. <laughs> <laughs> you should do. Should I ring him up and ask him if he was like me, if he was actually waking up in the night panicking about who to play up front in the playoff games? <laughs> I was starting to uh, get to the point where I was going to start drawing out teams on a piece of paper <laughs> and figuring out how I was going to play. Was it you who put, put on a suit? to play the game at home I'm sure somebody on the, po- the old football podcast used to put on the suits whenever you got to a final I'm not going to lie to you I have done that it wasn't <laughs> me but I have done that I was well ready oh, maybe it was I won as well just just, just to point that out here's a question for you Nick have you ever have you ever done the treble no oh, oh actually oh, no, I've only done a double and that's the FA trophy in the conference that counts no, you're slacking, mate. You're slacking. <laughs> I haven't played it since in. I came. I haven't played it since I come off furlough. To be fair, mate, you need to get your hours in. You need to. You need to get up the leagues. I had I do. It's annoying because I was really enjoying my one with Yobu. What I was doing. You need to taste European glory, mate. 
<laughs> I won the Champions League twice with Queen of the South when on LMA. 2007, that's the last one I really played. I've not really played football much. <laughs> Even so, that's impressive. Mm. Yeah, it took years. <laughs> it's, it's one of them games, once you know all the cheats, it's quite easy because you just need to build a huge stadium, get lots of sponsorship, and it's pretty easy to conquer Scotland. And you can play your reserves in the league. <laughs> you can just play and play your first team in the Champions League. <laughs> and you're still getting the Champions League every year. <laughs> that's not how you do it. You need to have squad depth. You, you need to be able mm-hmm. to compete on all fronts. We're not we're not doing a Liverpool yeah, out here. Yeah, I, I had a, cup, a complete cup team and a league team, and yeah. Bloody hell! That, <laughs> no, that is depth. I usually run out of money if I try and do that. <laughs> I run out of wages. Oh, it's uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it took years. It took years and years and years to get it right. <laughs> but when you do, it's that okay. it's satisfying, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so wrestling, wrestling. <laughs> yeah, all our wrestlers are still with us. Uh, Dave Meltzer awarded his first five-star rating since the beginning of the pandemic. It was Hooray! best friends versus Santana and Ortiz. Park, Park lost best friends. <laughs> Which uh, on last week's Dynamite got the honor. So, yeah, and this is also uh, the first five-star match in Dynamite history. So, did you agree with the rating from Meltzer? No. <laughs> like, honestly, I loved the match. So don't get me wrong; I was a big fan of the match. Um, it was, it was, it was just. I mean, I, it was really. Usually, parking lot brawls. I, I, I'm actually, I'm actually a pretty big fan of parking lot brawls. I just love, I just love anything that involves a. I just I think it's just from the young me that loves them. Like we mm. used to like play on like the SmackDown games and used to go into the, into the car, like into like the parking lot and just like go on and take his bike and stuff like that. Um, yeah, but, um, <laughs> so yeah, exactly. That's the one. That's why I've always been a big fan of parking lot brawls. But it was probably one of the. It might be one of the best parking lot brawls ever. To be honest with you, it was um, a really great, great in that sense. But to give it five stars um, and give it the best dynamite match ever, I think's a bit of a. Given there's so many matches off the top of my head already, I can think of loads. Most the one that springs to mind was the Cody Wardlow cage match, which was amazing. There's just loads of other dynamite mm. matches that haven't got five star that it made it a bit weird that this one was given but um yeah but as i say i don't want to knock the match too much because it was a really great match nice end, nice end well hopefully into a feud uh nice obviously spot with uh, cassidy quite a cool ending with the driving off in trent's mum's car <laughs> um which i found quite funny given a middle finger swear. <laughs> yeah. but um but yeah so it was good but yeah it's not it wasn't five star worthy yeah, no, I, I I thought that as well. I think it's a very weird choice to be the first one to give five stars to. Hmm. Yeah, so that, yeah, they have he has given five stars on like AW pay per views, but this is the first dynamite. Yeah, five star TV dynamite. <laughs> yeah, I I thought oh, yeah, all four guys did an amazing job, and I think some people say it made as like a star making performance from Trent and Chuck, which. I, I I liked them anyway, so I don't know how much more stock they get. But I I've put more in them, but I did really enjoy the match. Um, but five star match, I think it needs to be something I want to go back and watch again and again and again. And I don't think I would have yeah. gone back and watched this match again if we weren't talking about it today. Yeah, I I agree with that. I mean, it might be a match I might scroll across on like YouTube if I'm bored sort of thing. But then I've scrolled across a lot on YouTube. Um, but, um, <laughs> I, I do agree though with that point about. 
Trent and I was always a big fan of them anyway, Trent and Chuck, but it did see like a different side mm. to them. They're also these, they are like a tag team that you could put up in with like the Young Bucks and all of the big names sort of thing. They're not just like a little jokey tag team that's going to be jobbing or picking up the odd win. That They actually like a team that can be serious, that can be brutal, can have obviously different mm. kind of match types. So the aggressive side almost. So yeah, I am. Um, I do 100% agree with that. I really felt like they they kind of had that side to them, though. That they weren't just all laughs and jokes already. I think it's helped all three of them since this kind of Cassidy-Jericho... I think it's kind of just helped all three of them um, with Cassidy's Jericho feud, with them obviously spinning off and having a feud with um, Santana and Ortiz... Um, I think it's it's done them absolutely no no um, no harm at all, hasn't it? I was really, say, it's definitely not hampered them, has it? Exactly. No. <laughs> I've had some criticism of the like the comedic aspects of the match, like after the match when they drove off and Trent's mum gave him the middle finger, and then Cassidy's involvement. But I think his involvement just added fire to the um, fire if they want to revisit him versus Jericho in the future. So. I just loved how he came out of the boot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't understand why people would not like that. Was it's not said it, it not said it needed it, but it just it certainly didn't take it away from the match. And yeah, uh, it was just quite a cool spot because he would obviously never. It would have been a bit crap if he had just showed up, like just showed up sort of thing by like coming and jumping over a car or something and trying to attack one of them. But at least yeah, it, it was a bit of a new, new, a unique way, but also a way that matches his gimmick. So. Um, and then with the um, with the middle finger, I think it kind of does. I think it adds again. They smashed up her car, so she would be a bit angry. So yeah. um, I think it, yeah. in a jokey, it, it was done in a good jokey way, like one where you can laugh, but also actually, like yeah, well, she would be a bit pissed off, wouldn't you? Yeah, <laughs> she would be annoyed, wouldn't she? But it is still funny. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I describe when I'm on my car, it'd be a bit more than. Showing you a middle finger, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll be looking forward to claiming my insurance, to be honest. Try and get a new one. Even, well, though, it's five, even though it's only five years old, but it's, um, yeah, I don't know. I know what I'm uh, doing when you come up to watch me. I won't be driving out. <laughs> not the amount I put away when I'm watching, not the amount of beer I put away when I'm watching wrestling. Oh, all right, you show off. Yeah. So I'm such a lad, aren't I? <laughs> Um, <laughs> just because no. the cameras are here <laughs> well I've got a reputation the listeners listeners <laughs> link I'm an absolute lad an absolute unit exactly that's it <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not really just wearing my football shorts and a wrestling shirt and it's not it's well, not a, days, um, it out. <laughs> I was just going to say it's not a Lance Reverse shirt it's a Wrestlemania 34 because I was there shirt oh he's got his mention in he's done it Wrestle Days tweeted out. Let's see if you agree with this. So, it Days said, according to Dave Meltzer, Best Friends versus Ortiz and uh, Santana parking lot draw is better than Sting versus Ric Flair, Clash of Champions, both Undertaker versus Sean matches at WrestleMania, oh uh, Brett God. versus Owen at WrestleMania 10, and Hardy versus Dudley's versus uh, Edge and Christian at WrestleMania 17. They, I think they all got four, four and a half stars. I think he just forgets. Honestly, think I think he, Dave Meltzer just, just forgets what he's scale, done. He just, or does he just do match by match? He doesn't have like a scale. Like Maybe he just pulls a number out of a hat and goes, do you know what? There we go. Because how can you not award all of them five stars? I have no idea. It just seems a bit... That seems a bit weird to me. Well, Sting versus Ric Flair, I think I've only watched once or twice, but they 
wrestling matches. I've gone back and watched them lots, loads, loads. Like, I, don't, I don't really get bored of them either. Especially that first Take a Sean match. Yeah, 25. That's ridiculous, yeah. I think, obviously, it's hard to compare matches that happened such a long time ago. I'm not, I'm not defending it, but it could be hard to maybe just defend matches that happened such a long time ago. And I suppose it's just different tastes for different people. So obviously, they, if, if this would never have been a sit like a proper actual like it's a parking lot brawl for one, but it was never going to be a, uh, obviously a technically different kind of match comparing it to that. It was obviously had a bit of element of comedy, had obviously an element of brute brute obviously a bit of brutalness in it. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, when you when you do compare those matches on the list, it does kind of make a bit of a mockery of his five star reviews. If I'm honest, just a bit like. <laughs> Owen and Owen and Brett is one of the the best matches I've ever seen at WrestleMania mm. ten. <laughs> how 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 is that not even five stars? I I didn't even realise this till you said it, and I'm just sitting with my like head in my hands, I'm like what? <laughs> yeah, even though it's not just the match, just the whole story around that match. Starting at yeah. Survivor Series, came through to Royal Rumble, and it was like a six month, and then carried on to. to like, it doesn't even end there because Owen wins and thinks he's got the upper hand on Brett for the night and then he's there at the end with the title and Owen's on the ramp like oh damn it maybe not and it's like (laughs) (laughs) oh wow yeah so I know some fans take Meltzer's ratings like gospel but how seriously do you take them or has it ever like influenced your opinion on a match or I mean, if he wants to rate one of my matches uh, five stars, then that, that's absolutely <laughs> fine by me. Uh, it's never really... I, I don't really take it too seriously. Like, I'll look at them out of interest and everything, but I wouldn't take them as the Bible. Like, it's not gospel I think to the me. only one... I, well, the, the, seven, the, two, the two Omega Akada matches, I probably won't have gone out of my way to watch them if he hadn't given them, like, six and seven stars or whatever he gave them. Even though I knew in my head yeah. they would have been amazing matches, but I wouldn't have gone out my way to watch them because I'm not a huge huge fan. Found out while I wasn't back then, whereas I'd watch Wrestle Kingdom every year. And I didn't back then. Which yeah, could have, yeah, get, could, have, could have been why could have been why I started watching New Japan a bit more because because he gave that match seven stars. That's how I kind of uh, kind of sold it to people who were like, oh, "I don't really watch New Japan." I'd, that's how I'd say to them, "Like Dave Meltzer gave it seven stars, though," and I sounded like some mad wrestling hipster. Mm. But yeah, no, I do, I do get what you mean. Yeah, but I, yeah, I don't think I can't think of any other examples of I've looked at his ratings and thought, "Oh, I'd better go watch that match." Trying, trying to think now. <laughs> um, not, not off the top of my head. I don't think there's anything. Yeah, I've just gone. Dave says it's great, so I must watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't think of any at the top of my head as well, to be fair. Like I say, though, if he wants to rate any of mine five stars or six or seven, <laughs> I'm, I'm more, I'd be more than grateful. <laughs> if I can put it on a CV to message people with and go, Dave Meltzer rated me seven stars out of five, that would be amazing. <laughs> so if you're listening, Dave, you know what to you do. Know what to do yeah. Watch that toilet roll in the pole match. Seven stars. Yeah. Seven stars. And that's just for the toilet roll, so. <laughs> this is Benji from the Land of Gentry. And if you've got any class, you'd be listening to Broken But Glorious. <laughs> Alright, so it's time for the first round of a question of sports entertainment. Nick is question master this week. 
Hello. So the um, the quiz uh, for this week, um, uh, it's going to be. Well, actually, no, it's not all about it. So I should say. So part one will all be about the Clash of Champions because uh, it's Clash of Champions <laughs> this weekend. Um, so uh, I want you to name me wrestlers that competed when we reviewed it last year, 2019. Wrestlers who competed at the Clash of Champions. Oh God. no. Um, um, there know, is. Lance can go first this time. Okay. Uh, okay, I am going to go. There's 20 to get in total. Oh, okay, I'm going to go straight out. I'm going to go uh, Kofi Kingston. Correct. I'm trying, I can't even remember when it was. So I'm trying to think Champions. Yeah, because they I'm sometimes do it in December and they sometimes do it in the summer. And yeah, sometimes yeah, sometimes they do it straight after WrestleMania. Sometimes they do it just before Survivor Series. Um, Seth Rollins, correct. Oh, I didn't think he was on there. Oh, okay, that changes my whole game plan. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, correct. Yeah. <laughs> Nakamura, no, no. I can't remember if it was, I, I think it was IC champion sometime. Was that earlier this year? Yes. Because he had the yeah. Beyblade belt. Mm. Um, our truth. No. Oh, Chris's shit. is third go. Roman Reigns. Correct. Damn it. <laughs> to all, Lance's fourth go. Um, Charlotte. Yep. Oh, yeah. Becky Lynch. Yep. Last go each. Um, Cesaro? No. Braun Strowman? Correct. So, 4 3 to Chris going into the second round, which will be a little bit later on. Uh, other wrestlers you could have had. You could have had Braun Strowman's rest, uh, sorry, big pardon, Roman Reigns' opponent, Eric Rowan, not Eric Rowan's dad, Eric Rowan. Um, <laughs> you could have had uh, Kofi Kingston's opponent, Randy Orton. You could have had Becky Lynch's opponent, Sasha Banks. Uh, other wrestlers you could have had were Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Mandy Rose, Sonia Deville, Scott Dawson, Dash Wilder, Biggie, Xavier Woods, and finally, and Charlotte Flair's opponent, Bailey. Oh, and also Bobby Roode as well. Bobby Roode as well. Who did Dolph Ziggler wrestle? He, re- he teamed with Bobby Roode to take on Seth and Strowman uh, as the opening match, then Seth and Strowman wrestled in the main event. What uh, a weird, weird show. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It was after SummerSlam last year. Uh, it was Seth's yeah. first defence after he won the title. But yeah, I'm, I'm struggling to remember much of it. I remember, obviously, the Roman Reigns-Rowan match. Because I think Harper returned briefly. <clears throat> was this yeah, the one with sure. Arn Anderson on it? Oh, that's no. Starcade. Yeah, this, was, <laughs> this was one year ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I'm struggling to remember. You, t- you said the card, I still don't <laughs> <laughs> pretend that I remember. <sighs> it was a stellar <laughs> show. <laughs> Hooray! I, I'm winning going in the second round. So Indeed, cool. you are, yeah. I hate <clears> that. Yeah, passion. <laughs> I'm going to have a match with you. I just fought. (laughs) This is Bill Bain, and you are listening to Broken But Glorious. Right, so for the first time since April, NXT UK is back, and it had a relaunch. Did you you watch the show? I did, yeah. I really enjoyed the main event with uh, Noam Dar and um, Ivan Dragunov. I can never say his name properly, but I really enjoyed it. I, I thought I thought all three matches were quite decent. Um, I thought it was, but they think I, yeah, I, was t- I didn't like the 
they're doing entrances like there's a crowd burr, which is a bit weird. I thought that was a bit yeah. weird. They had they had sound pumped in though, which was that was it was it was like they couldn't make their mind if, if they wanted the sound in or not. If you've got a pump sound, then I think you need to need to do the camera work so you can't see that there's no crowd there, or at least yeah. try your best not to show that it's so empty. If you've got a pump sound, and it's just I think um, yeah, I didn't watch the show personally myself, but. First of all, it was great to see it back. Really great for the uh, for the wrestlers that were competing. I think as well, well, I don't think it's been made enough. I think BT Sport deserve an incredible amount of uh, praise as well for uh, well for allowing this, helping this happening. I think mm-hmm. their coverage of the product itself has been excellent, if I'm honest, since um, since it's come to them. And that's no disrespect. That's not a dig at Sky or anything like that. Oh, I no, Sky is so much better than Sky. I, I did think Sky were outstanding, but you could just tell the last six months, definitely, they completely lost all interest in it. Uh, in uh, They lost complete all interest in, in it. And I'm not saying that you need to make it like... Everyone knows that in the day it is sports entertainment. It's not... Uh, Obviously, uh, obviously, it's not a. Co- it's obviously not uh, uh, in the sense of a competitive sport like football and rugby and what have you. So you don't need to do obviously take it in the seriously and doing the news round of it in, on on your sport on your news program and stuff. But at least give it at least take it a bit seriously. Give it like programs on your channel and everything. Provide mm. obviously all outlets like the NXT NXT UK. They've done everything like that. Fantastic. There's great streaming where you can watch it obviously on BT through the app. The app's been fantastic since so I got it back in May. Um, so, yeah. I think BT put more effort into having WWE than Sky ever did. And especially, like, I, I remember like growing up, like, never ever seen any adverts for, like, Raw or anything. Or it, no. <clears throat> lo and behold, like, God forbid NXT, when that was on TV as well. They never even, they never even had it on. I'm struggling to remember. Yeah, yeah. They had they had highlight shows, but they never had like full NXT because I I no. remember trying to watch it um, before realizing that you can see it online, but <laughs> we will skim past that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, now now it's on BT. It's they they feel like they're advertising it all the time. Like they've treated it like a really big deal to have WWE on BT Sport. You think about it, it probably will be one of the most watched shows if they if they they're the only ones in the UK that have it. And I know they put they put some of the highlight shows on like Paramount and yeah, that's where that's Channel where Five, haven't they? they got they Channel, channel Five, channel five. Yeah. But yeah, if you if you want to watch the yeah the full shows, you can only watch on BT. So, but I'm guessing it's probably one of the biggest behind probably the, the Premier League, probably the biggest show they've got. Yeah, and the the actually it is it probably well. yeah like yeah. To be yeah. fair, like on Sky, I can't see much, much things beating it out when it was on there. Because you obviously have the Premier League and everything. Not a lot of things on Sky um, will beat out WWE. And then even on, on BT as well, they've got the UFC as well. So mm-hmm. it, it'd be easy for BT to just go, oh yeah, yeah, we've got WWE, but look at all this other stuff that's dead popular as well. But they make yeah. such a big deal and a real effort with it. Yeah, I don't know if I just... Yeah, it's just me. Maybe it's just me that just thinks they've actually gone out of the way to be like, look at all this stuff. I say I don't have BT Sport, so I I, I can't contribute much to this conversation. <laughs> so I, I I watch it on the network still. I I use the network as well, but like when I was mm. um, when I was working, 
and uh, I was so I when I wasn't taking any calls, I'd have NXT on. Mm. Yeah, uh, on on BT, and it, yeah, it was just easy to watch, and they'd always be like, and this is the pay per view that's coming up next, and bigging it everything up. Oh, brilliant. What about how how do you like to see this? Like, it's, if this is just like a soft relaunch, how would you like to see the show progress? I think I think currently in the in obviously without any fans, and it doesn't look like we're going to get any in the UK for a for a hot minute at the moment. Um, I think the whole setup and everything's great, and the way if they can just continue forward like this, it's better to have it mm-hmm. with us than not have anything at all. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, my one big hope of it, I want it a bit more. I don't want to say a bit more funny, but Brit Rest does have its own like sense of humour, which I don't think has carried its way across to NXT UK yet. It's very, it's very WWE formulaic at the moment, so I think if they want to make it a bit different, they can bring in people who can give that. But I like, I like they've done maybe the the Heritage Cup that they're bringing in might be able to bring in more of a British aspect to it. But I think there is a sense of humour around Brit Rest, like. Like, I know we mentioned your your toilet roll on the pole match all the time, but you won't get that in most other countries. <laughs> no, you wouldn't, would you? Uh, and and yeah, and every British show you go to, there is a mixture of like serious wrestling, comedy wrestling, and but I think it's one of them where we're more willing to to laugh at ourselves. Yeah, and what's going on? Yeah, there's just so, there's something missing in NXT UK, which I think yeah, it just needs to be a bit more British. And the pro. Jim Smallman's there full time now, isn't he? So maybe he'll be able to help Sean Michael yeah, make it a bit more. Oh, they've gone more into making like and with the NXT takeovers, they have been superb. Um, yes, with all the, like trying to make it five star matches or and what have you, just like with the fight, the work on like five or average matches, uh, which is great. But yeah, I do agree. They have got the com- they have got British comedy, which they can definitely bring in, even if it's just for. So not making the whole show about it, but you can definitely get no. at least a match, at least one match per show can be a bit comedy aspect. But even like I've been at loads of progress and Riptod shows, and they do help make the show, and they are they are huge huge parts of um, thing. Even just like little basic stuff like during a match, where like you've got like a tag match, and someone doesn't want to tag in because they're scared of like, getting involved, or yeah. like in a ladder <laughs> match when people don't want to climb up the ladder. Mm-hmm. Me, <laughs> I think I think you need to be careful though as well, like to keep it. Um, like our kind of humour instead of it falling into your normal WWE humour, which, which is nothing wrong with it, but it just needs its own identity. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, obviously you've got, like, Otis and things on Raw and SmackDown like that, and that's that's the main roster's comedy. But I think if you're, oh, if you're going... <laughs> <laughs> I think just the, the UK would need its own f- flavour. That makes sense. Yeah, I definitely think they need to make it for a UK audience rather than try make it Americanized. Yeah, so more like yeah. the Office UK than the Office US. Yeah, maybe not as cringy as your Office UK, but <laughs> I don't know. I'd like it. <laughs> just just dancing away. Oh, I think it'd be great if you have that proper cringe humor. Oh, do you imagine if they had like a proper in-betweeners kind of humour on NXT? <laughs> just, just something like that. Just, just the, the horrible cringe humour, and we're just all sat there going, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, it's fun I, I love, I love the office. So I won't have anything bad said about it. 
Hey, if they just brought some, I oh, just two like a session moth or a, like a June money or somebody who are two dead creative Dave people. Dave Benson they, Phillips. Yeah, Benson Phillips. Yeah, they don't go in saying, "Oh, this is a comedy match." They just let it happen. Like, yeah, Mister Blobby. He's <laughs> a good wrestler. Definitely. <laughs> How? Right, you two were around during this. How did Mister Blobby ever become popular? How did you let that happen? How did you get a number one single? That's the real question here. Eh? I don't know how that happened. I don't even think I was alive when it happened. Wasn't it? Um, oh, I can't remember his name. I'm sure. I'm sure the original Mister Bobby is quite famous now. Is as he? not Mister Bobby. Oh. I have no idea. Vernon K. Vernon K. was Mister Blobby. I'm sure he was the original Mister Blobby. You messed it. No. I think Whoa. I've heard that as well, you know. Yeah. Oh, it was Mr. Blobby. <laughs> that's I've definitely heard of that as well, to be fair, Chris. Yeah, I'm sure he was. I have heard that. That's not the first time I've heard it. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's one of them. unbelievable. I'm trying to find out now. <laughs> that's just one of them urgent, uh, urban legends. <laughs> but I'm sure Vernon K used to be Mr. Blobby. But while you, while you look at... Um, Nick, it looks like there's going to be a huge focus on like the tag team division because after the match between Gallus and Williams and uh, Jordan, um, whole like Imperium, uh, uh, Mandrews and Webster came to the stage. The Hunt came to the stage. Pretty Deadly came to the stage. Plus, you can add like Grizzle Drum veterans and Mustache Melton if needed into the division as well. So, arguably, the most competitive tag division in WWE. Absolutely. I mean, I think if they are going to, I think. If they really are reluctant on not making the tag team amazing on the main roster, then why not? Why not make it amazing on NXT, NXT UK, um, even NXT? I feel like slowly. Yeah, you're right. I think NXT UK probably is the strongest tag team division at the moment. So yeah, really excited and really hope that they can use this as a springboard and even a springboard into NXT because I think that needs a bit of a push in terms of the tag team division. I know in terms of that, I know it's kind of NXT's been a bit. I suppose the tag team divisions all a whole have been a bit. Um, I think with with COVID, it's kind of. I'm not making excuses for them doing the tag team division, but I think mm. a lot of people with a lot of people and stuff going wrong hasn't really gone as well yeah. as they planned. Of NXT, of wrestlers not being able to compete. Well, obviously, I thought it's brilliant when Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne were a team, for instance. But obviously, that got cold short because of Pete Dunne not yes. being able to travel. So, um, but yeah, I think NXT UK, you've got everyone over here, you've got a settled roster, so there's no reason why that can't show show my show the WWE how it's done in terms of the tag team division. Okay, so uh, just off topic a second. Uh, Vernon K wasn't Mr. Blobby. No. There's a m- right. fella called uh, Barry Killerby and Paul uh, Denson. So where's the Vernon K thing come from? If everybody's heard of it. I have no idea. <laughs> he's got a child. Baby he's not, he's not hosting Family Fortunes anymore as well. <laughs> Gino DeCampo, I saw, is now the host of Family Fortunes. Are yes. you having me on? What? Yeah, I, I, didn't, well, I didn't watch it myself. But it, was, I, I, it was okay. It did take a while getting used to Gino's humour. <laughs> How does Gino DeCampo become the host of Family Fortunes? <laughs> oh, poor Les Dennis, they could have got back out to do it. He's, not, he's no longer on Coronation Street. I demand, I demand Vernon K to be re- re- put back, reinstated. That's the word I was looking for. Oh, that's ridiculous! Poor Vernon. Yeah, I'm going to start a petition. I definitely would. Discuss- 
discussed the Heritage Cup tournament yet on the show. I know we mentioned it earlier, but we didn't really talk about it. Are you yeah, excited for this? <laughs> I am, yeah. I, I think it I think it'd be great. I think it's a, it's a way of introducing an old style to um to new audiences. Sure. Shall I quickly go for the rules for the listeners who haven't read up on it? So it's a eight man tournament consisting under British rule uh, rounds rules. So all matches will be six three minute rounds, twenty seconds breaks in between each match. All matches will be two out of three falls. Falls can be won by pinfall, submission, or knockout. Once a fall occurs, the round is over. Uh, the match the match ends when one wrestler has two falls, or at the end of the six rounds, whoever has the most falls. If somebody's got one fall and gets to the end of six rounds, then you won. So, yeah. yeah, and if there's a disqualification. No knockout, the match is instantly over. Doesn't need to go to two fours, but um, seven of the eight competitors have been revealed. So it's Flash Morgan, Webster, Nomdar, Alexander Wolf, A Kid, and Dave Masters, Trent Seven, and Joseph Connors. And the eighth competitor will be a undetermined wild card entry, according to this. So, and it sounds I like it's going to be a, gonna a, pro- a proper championship as well. Sorry. You know, you want, wonder how what's I was, I was just wondering how the, uh, the wild card's going to work. Uh, I'm gonna go I, with they don't know who it is yet. So they just <laughs> they'll decide on the night. The Triple H, unless they might bring somebody over, like I don't know, um, bring somebody in, like mm-hmm. a, a Cesaro or another European from the main roster. Or... Yeah, I'm probably sure interesting. Yeah, I think they will. Don't know how he's gonna travel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gulak would be good in this. I think. No, he's not the biggest name. Would they be allowed to travel? I think they can. Triple H travelled over, didn't he, to go into the BT spot? Did I imagine that? As long as they have to quarantine for two weeks. Or... I, yeah. I just know footballers are allowed to uh, travel over, aren't they? Because um, mm. Donny van der Beek and his girlfriend um, have just finished their quarantine. I know that because uh, I've seen it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he scored a goal. Yes, yeah. he did score a goal. Though, um, but yeah, no, I'm sure they would be allowed to come over. So, so they are, yeah... The athletes, I, I suppose, yeah. yeah I can't no, see why they couldn't. I, I, swear, I, Triple, I swear Triple H came over to go into the book. Did I imagine? I thought I saw him having photos in the BT Sports studio. Yeah, I'm sure he did a couple of weeks ago. I've gone about bigging up BT Sport here, and then I'm just like, hey, going, oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I love BT Sport. Give, if, they, if they want to give me a job, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come commentate for you. Yeah. yeah, so it sounds like it's going to be like a proper championship that can be defended as well. It's like the... A heritage cup that well it's it's very well well it, it is just world of sport mm. yeah. so I'd, be, I'd be interested to see how it's uh, gonna go if they if they're going to wrestle a world of sport style of match or if they're actually going to wrestle the wwe style of match but around the rules if that makes sense yeah looking at the competitors none of them none of them maybe could do a, maybe trent seven and drift connors but I think they could all definitely do it. I can't see Dave Masters doing a catches cash tan style or Flash Morgan Webster. It's a bit flippy. I think Dave Dave's obviously going to be your your big guy of the tournament. Mm. Yeah, you, you always had your big guys on World of Sport as well. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I'd be a lot better than the big guys back then. So. And I, I think Alexander Wolf could um, do a proper World of Sport style match as well. Yeah, I'm surprised not more Imperium in it. Maybe one. Of the, one uh, oh, the German guy. He, he, I feel he'll do been good in this. If they want, if you want to put like establish them as like we do proper wrestling, 
Yeah, no, it would have made sense, wouldn't it? Uh, uh, Bartel. Bartel, Bartel. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I was trying to think. I was trying to find it then. I, I, I had Bartel and I had just couldn't think of his first name. I don't know. It rhymed. <laughs> Bartel, Bartel. <laughs> so would you like to see like a NXT team compete at Survivor Series? Then, if they're going to make this like a proper like third, fourth brand type of thing. I think that's what, a bit far. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't add them as UK, a whole. UK, US and all that. I think that'd be too much. Yeah, I agree. Too much, in my opinion. Well, I was just going to say, I'd keep them as part of, um, I'd still keep them as part of NXT, like a bit like, but I'd definitely incorporate some into like the matches at Survivor Series if possible. A bit like Walter did last year, um, mm-hmm. sort of thing. And so I'd definitely try and uh, do that. But yeah, I'd, I wouldn't put them into, um, I wouldn't put them into a whole, into Survivor Series just yet. I'd maybe keep, keep doing, um, I'd maybe expand on what was the one last year, um, they did before Royal Rumble, Worlds Collide. I'll maybe um, yeah. expand on that. I'll maybe do that like next year, like um, the night before Royal Rumble, have um, yeah the NXT versus NXT UK. So I'd have their own little one, NXT versus NXT UK, but I'd have them kind of together for the Survivor Series duel if that happens. Oh, that'd be cool. Even as, like us, we've, we're proper into it and everything. We keep up with everything. It would it'd mess with my head. I'd be like, is he part of N- the main roster of NXT or is he part of the UK? <laughs> is he... For I, I think that'd be I think it should be far too much to keep up with because then you have inter NXT war, yeah, <laughs> which is even a step up from SmackDown versus Raw because you're all on the same we're all under the same roof but you're fighting yeah. each other but then you go right so we're all called NXT but we're gonna have an NXT civil war. Hmm. Yeah, the only way I can th- see it working is if they do like a semi-finals and then a final with the survivors from each. Like you could have. Raw versus NXT and then SmackDown versus NXT UK and then the Survivors meet in the final in the main event or something. Oh I see it working something like that. But I, like, not having like a four, four way, five, like 20 people in a match. <laughs> you want that the traditional Survivor Series match? Which <laughs> yes, I've, always, I've, seen, I've always thought the traditional Survivor Series match was the most fun about the, um, the brand war. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I keep it like that. Yeah, but do you that you have a semi-finals and just the survivors go to a final? Oh, okay. Semi-final. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, so if you got two people eliminated, you'd end up with three. Oh, okay. Well, I kind of like that actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and the rest of the card could be fatal four ways. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! That, that, do you remember the pay-per-view fatal four way? Oh, vaguely. And it was like yeah. Sheamus for the poster. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, was it past 2011? Because I've not watched much. Yeah, it was, I think. Yeah. Or was it 2011? Oh, God, I, don't, I can't remember that. If I've, if I've watched it, I've probably, I haven't watched it again since. But I do remember the... Concept. I don't think anyone's watched it since. <laughs> oh, it was Randy Orton as the, as the poster. I've, I've got it here now. Just loading it up. It was 2010. Yeah, I was... I was the year before me and Joel started watching it regularly again so I probably haven't watched it to be honest that's fair Seamus won the <laughs> WWE title I remember that in a fatal <laughs> four way match would you believe well so, so every match was a fatal four way or just the yeah, main no it was fatal oh, I think it was just the two title matches yeah fatal four I don't think every yeah no it wasn't because the first match out was Zach, Zach Ryder versus MVP ah uh, <laughs> <laughs> There was more matches that weren't Fatal 4-Ways than actual Fatal 4-Ways. Yeah. Oh. That's one for a future review. Yeah. 
next time I'm not on, you're gonna re- you two can review that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is Brian Adenson telling you to listen to Broken but Glorious podcast. All right, so it's time for the final of a question of sports entertainments. Nick, what are the scores? Hello. <laughs> I hope it's got something um, to do with Fatal 4-Way. <laughs> um, so, I want his name. He wrestlers that competed at Fatal 4-Way 2010. Yes! No, um, <laughs> I want you to name... Now, I was looking... I was uh, This is why I was a little bit late, so I was trying to, I was trying to go with... Um, I was trying to work out which quiz I want to go for, but um, since 2007, so we're going to go for Modern um, Night of Champions. It's been under three names. It's been called... First, it was Vengeance, uh, Vengeance Night of Champions, then it was called... Night of Champions, now it's called Clash of Champions. Either way, um, since 2007, this has been a yearly pay-per-view bar 2018, they had a break. So I want you to yep. name wrestlers that have main-evented since 2007, right up to last year. Um, so, so I believe it's Chris to go first. So main yeah. event means the last match on. Last match on the card, yeah, that's it. Yes, okay. Uh, John Cena. close the pay-per-view. Johnson is correct. Triple H is correct. Oh, thank God for that. Uh, Randy Orton. Randolph Orton is correct. Shawn Michaels. No. Oh, I think I'm thinking of a match that was on one of the shows, but maybe it didn't yeah, main event. But, uh, it did a main event. <laughs> mm. um, Roman Reigns. No. Oh wow. So Seth, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is correct. So it's two all, and I believe it's your third go, Chris. No, fourth go. Fourth go. <laughs> yeah, so I can't count. Uh, CM Punk. Uh, CM Punk's correct. Oh, well, that changes everything. Okay, I, I win if you get this wrong. <laughs> yeah, you certainly do. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, Braun Strowman? Braun Strowman is correct. It was actually last year against Seth Rollins, funny enough. Yeah. Last go, Chris. You last need to, if you get this right, you've won. Better get it wrong. Batista. Is <laughs> oh, yeah, incorrect. Yeah. Oh no. Oh. I believe the Undertaker main evented one of them. And Undertaker is boom boom. Boom boom. <laughs> wrong. Yeah. <sighs> That's three all. So Chris wins overall. Chris seven, yeah. Lance six. So Lance is a loser. Um, <laughs> Look in, uh, Nicholas. <laughs> other wrestlers you could have had. Um, so um, you could have had Bobby Lashley, King Booker, Mick Foley, oh, Mrs. Shit, Foley's baby yeah. boy, Jeff Hardy, Sheamus, Wade Barrett, Edge, Chris Jericho. Daniel Bryan, Brock Lesnar, Sting, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, and the most obvious one, one of the most greatest superstars of all time, Jinder Mahal. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> I thought that Triple H yeah. and Shawn Michaels versus the Spirit Squad main event with one of them. But then I realised... That, uh, that was just vengeance, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was in 2006. Yeah. Oh, Good match, so, though. Huge congratulations to Chris. Because I was going to name the entire Spirit Squad and I got that excited. <laughs> yeah. Nicky, Mikey, Kenny. Mitch. 
Johnny. And we are... um, <laughs> I could see you being in the Johnny. Spirit Squad. Johnny. There wasn't I Johnny. Know, Johnny, Jack, E, Jake. I thought you were making them up. <laughs> Mine were real. No, I think Johnny was one. Mitch was. I know Mitch was. Mickey, M- Mitch, Kenny, Mikey. And Johnny. Maybe there was. Is it Johnny? Oh, yeah, there is oh, a Johnny. Ollie. Johnny came back, yeah. What did he? Was he one of the ones that came back? Yeah, only two of them came back. Kenny and Johnny were the ones that came back. Mm. Yeah. The, the, uh, yeah. Kenny and Mitch are still doing the same gimmick in MLW at the moment. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Pro- proper, like, yeah, job tag team. It's, it's hilarious. If you ever watch the uh, the Titan Tron for that, um, mm. Dulce, you can tell Dolph Ziggler really put his all into it. Yeah. <laughs> and it is <laughs> very like... impressive. Mm. Definitely. I, I, I didn't mind the Spirit Squad. They were quite fun. No, I never did either. This is Charlie Bennett, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious. Alright, so it's time for the BBG Big Debate. So last time we debated the greatest NXT title match so far, and here's the results. In last place, Nick's Champa versus Dream. 13%. I don't remember that one. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Nick. Right. I loved how we were all there, just going, I have no idea when this happened, what happened. <laughs> you don't appreciate wrestling. Who was even in the match? <laughs> Poor Nick. F in the chat. All right, so who gets to pick this week's debate? It's Lance uh, Cole versus Gargano, take over 25, 46%. And uh, also, I, I, I see. Very close I see... all week. Oh, well, this is what happens when you're number one. <laughs> you should remember that, Nick. Uh, so, so what are you debating this week? We are debating the greatest WWE heel turn. I thought it was quite uh, appropriate since WWE are teasing it heavily with Roman Reigns at the moment. So I thought, well, I thought it was a good, best time to uh, go for it. Mm. WrestleMania or in a video today that they're going to give a new attire and new music. Oh, I called it. Oh, oh I'll mm. be happy with that because I called that because I said I think he's waiting so, for new gear with that t-shirt on. Oh, yeah, so they, they, could, they, they could debut with this weekend maybe. Oh, maybe. I, I, hope it, I hope he goes back to Trunks. I think I think that's the best look for him. Yeah, main event Trunks. If you're going to be in main events you need to be wearing Trunks. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> what, are you digging me out here? <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I feel, uh, I feel bruised. Lots of people Ooh. went from to from like tights to trunks when they went to the main event. Chris Jericho. But uh, if you find Triple out, H. Shawn Michaels went the other way. Shawn Michaels. Yeah, always had tights. Trunks to... No, he started in trunks. Oh yeah, well, he was in NWA. Yeah, he had little trunks. blue trunks and did backflips. I'm trying. I'm trying to get other people to do my points. Um, who else had? Triple H, <laughs> Chris Jericho, Randy Orton's went from shorts to trunks. Uh, Does this so. mean I have to get trunks? I've just, I've just bought some new tights. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, even Harry McKenney's done it. Oh, yeah. Even Jack, Jack Sinclair did it as well. Oh, I don't like mm-hmm. it. You've, pr- you've proven a point here. <sighs> Me and Shawn Michael will go sit in a corner together. <laughs> <laughs> so Nick, you, uh, you came last, so who are you going to pick? Um, I'm going for um, one of my actual like 
proper shocked moments as mm. when someone had turned it. One, just because I wasn't expecting it. I didn't hear any rumours of them breaking up. But anyway, I'm going for Seth Rollins turning on the Shield in 2014. Um, yeah. Obviously, at a time when um, obviously the Shield had just, but they were in a feud of evolution. I don't really need to go into big detail backgrounds. Everyone knows the Shield turn. It was incredible. But yeah, just that end of season on Raw, Triple H, there's always a, this is, and this is Triple H as well at his best heel. There's always a plan B, looking at the sledgehammer. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, just the bang of the chair with Seth. Uh, hitting reins, Ambrose of his absolute amazing facial expression, like what on earth has just happened? Um, it was just done to absolute perfection. At the time, I, me watching at home, obviously I was just fuming. I, I was so angry of what happened, uh, as I'm sure millions around the world. There was those genuine heat that Seth got for yes. it. It was just one of those ones where you just generally are pissed off, um, but. It's work, it worked into an incredible. Seth went on and carried the company, in my opinion, for the next year as he as the top heel of the company. Um, it was fantastic in that slimy role. Ambrose and Reigns became stars. Um, yes, so it, it was all just done terrifically. So yeah, Seth Rollins goes gets my vote. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that made Seth Rollins. I think I think the thinking at the time was Roman and Dean were going to go off and be into the main event, and Seth was going to be like into the cruiserweight division. I think that made him main events. I personally think all three of them, if I'm honest. I think it made all three of them into stars. I always thought it was going to be Dean who turned. Yeah, I think that but, was what we were talking about on the forum yeah. back, back in the day as well. I think mm. that was the... It was the consensus at the time, wasn't it, that it was going to be Dean mm. who turned on everyone? Seth was probably the last one you'd have expected because he just naturally feels yeah. like a baby face or mm. out of the three. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, because Roman... My... Did... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, go on. I was going to say he had the heel run in FCW, and then Dean was obviously John Moxley and was a bit, a bit of a when nutter. He had, when he had when he had his main event pants, and so did Moxley have his main event pants. <sighs> yeah, but he doesn't have. He has. Hey, there we go. There's one. He he's got um, he's got combat trousers now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seth, Seth as well. Seth, he became a main event once he got tights. So did AJ Styles. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, I've got a nice little club here together. Yeah, well, I, was, I, was, I was struggling to think of people who've made my points. Like, I don't think of three. <laughs> so, <laughs> Batista? He went from Deacon Batista to Batista. <laughs> no. He went from wearing a suit to his, uh, his trunks. Uh, Bret Hart stopped wearing trunks and went to a singlet. He can have his own group, yeah. but he can he can join in if he wants. <laughs> Turn him upside down. Right, so, my, so mine is the probably the... yeah. I was 10 when this happened, going back a little bit. So it was the first heel turn I ever saw. It was when the Rockers, who were a great tag team, split um, and enabled like possibly one of the greatest wrestlers in WWE history to make his mark in the singles division. So it was Shawn, Shawn Michaels initiated the split when he turned his back on Marty Jannetty in 1992. Um, it was on the Brutus Barber Shop. And yeah, Michael Michaels dropped... After like look at looking like the in the matches leading up to it, there there kind of was there was friction between them and like Michaels like leave matches halfway through and stuff, and it looked like they made up. You know, like they put uh, they hugged, they put up their arms like the yeah we're a team again, and they just dropped him with a sweet chin music, and then tossed his lifeless body through a window like a ragdoll. Oh, it was, it was, and that, my ten year old face was. Like, <sighs> 
Um, yeah, it could have gone on to be like one of the greatest feuds of all time if Marty didn't have such um, demons outside the ring and they kept getting fired. So, yeah, so they didn't have their match for months, maybe a year later. But the initial... Oh, when he came out proud. Turn, that was yeah. such a good match. So, yeah. 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 This, yeah I believe that, it's one fun. of the only five-star rated matches in Raw history, isn't it? I think so, yeah. It's it officially one of the early amazing match. Yeah. 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 Jet, Jet, oh, Marty Jannetty had a great like, run of matches. Is there two out of three fours with Doink is a brilliant early Raw match. If you want to go look it is off. such a shame that we never got the... Shawn Michaels versus Marty Jannetty feud that we we so longed for because mm. I think it, I I think if it had happened properly I think it would have been one of the best rivalries in WWE history. Yeah, because at the time people thought Jannetty was the better of the two. Yeah, you know he's they, now now people call called the you are know, Jannetty of the team, but there was thinking at the time well Jannetty was the most talented of the two. Mm. So so Lance. So you said you went back to when you were 10. I've gone back to before I was even a concept. And I have gone for the Mega Powers Explode. Oh, so implode. Implode. Explode. Either one. <laughs> um, so when Macho Man Randy Savage finally turned to Hulk Hogan and said, you've got the eyes for Elizabeth. Yes. And decided to drop him with the WWF title. It was a feud that was, uh, it was built for over a year. Yeah, for eighteen months it was be- it was brewing under the surface, and finally Macho Man snapped and was sick of Hulk Hogan's grandstanding and hot dogging and gagging, he wanted- it, gagging in on everything. Though. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, he was. He, he won. He won the championship, and there's um, Hogan right in the middle of the frame, getting all the limelight, and then United, and he just United. <laughs> Macho Man just won a tournament to win the championship. Hogan got knocked out in the first round. Won't let him have his moment. So, and he was making eyes at Elizabeth. Well, what do you expect? So, really, this is a uh, Hulk Hogan's heel turn on the Macho Man Randy Savage. We, I, I go, was, go, I was go, struggling go, between. Well, look at a Hulk Hogan through twenty twenty eyes. He was never a face. <laughs> no, he was a bit of an arsehole, wasn't he? He he was always underhanded as well. He always used to do the rake to the back and everything. Did also he used to he was the first one to use a chair. He was the first to cheat. And then he's the one who moans when, it, when repetitions go wrong. Like, uh, yeah, Royal Rumble '91. He was the one. Yeah, he got thrown up by Sid and then grabbed Sid's arm. Pulls him out. Yeah, Sid, oh, yeah, Flair threw him out only because he was halfway out anyway. Because Hulk Hogan grabbed his arm. He threw Matching Man out the Rumble when they were meant to be tag team partners. <laughs> Imagine treating your mates like that and then going, "I'm the victim." <laughs> and then people going, yeah, you are the victim. <laughs> right, so your choices are Seth turns on the shield, you got Michael dropping Ginetti, and the mega powers implode. Ooh, so, yeah. yeah. There'll be a poll up on Twitter, BBG Wrestling, and the winner will get to pick next week's debate. So, uh, Lance, do you want to promote your t-shirts before we go? Yes, you can get all your favourite Lance Rivera merch at Lance Rivera. 12.bigcartel.com Cool, and as always we have plenty of interviews lined up for the next couple of weeks, and if you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter it's BBG Wrestling, and check us our website, bbgwrestling.com Good night
I was waiting for next. <laughs> good night. Oh, yeah, good night. Yeah. No, yeah, that's that's why I was waiting. <laughs> I had an impression lined up. Oh yeah. Oh yes, Jim, 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 yeah.